Hello, and welcome to The Bright Podcast. We're building and refining individuals through education is our mission. I'm Jamie Burno. And I'm Stephanie Burno. We are a husband and wife team that is passionate about bringing you the latest information when it comes to health, fitness, and personal growth. So sit back, relax, and get ready to be inspired. This podcast is brought to you by Burno Bodies. We offer cutting-edge strength training online programs and customized nutrition plans to help you succeed with your fitness goals. Check us out at burnobodies.com to get started today. Hello and welcome. Thanks for tuning in to another Bright episode. I'm Jamie Burno. And I'm Stephanie Burno. Why do we do this every time? Do what every time? <laughs> Announce our names. Because we're still getting known. <laughs> We've got two whole listeners. Well, we have more than that. Well, we're trucking along. This is our third episode. And I got to say, I really enjoy doing these with you. Uh, we do a lot of research. We're putting out some good material. Even though we do this for free, I think if we can help one or two people, it's all worth it, right? That's right. So, oh, that reminds me. Uh, please remember to subscribe to the Bright Podcast just so we know the stuff we're putting out there isn't falling on deaf ears. So, Subscribe and please remember to give us five stars. Give us a nice review. If you're not giving us five stars, then don't even bother to leave a review. Leave a review because we only want five no, stars. Bad is good. I mean, we could use some feedback. Okay, okay. But in all seriousness, if you are um, following us and if you're giving us some feedback, it does help other listeners find our podcast easier. So please remember to subscribe and leave a review. Yes. So thank you. So just to recap the last. Uh, a couple episodes, we discussed the five love languages, and that was about understanding how to better communicate with your spouse or your significant other on a much uh, deeper level. So you're both growing together, you're falling deeper in love or you know back in love for some. And then the first episode, uh, we talked about happiness, and that was about how to achieve a happier life. You know, there were some steps that people could take towards being happier. So these are some of the topics that we're very passionate about when it comes to personal growth, especially in relationships. You know, I remember you telling me, if you're not growing, you're dying. And that seemed to resonate with me because it made me uh, realize that if one per- person continues to grow, and learn and evolve, and the other just stays in this uh, fixed mindset. They will end up drifting apart, or you know, they'll end up like resenting each other for one staying behind and not growing with the other. Which is obviously what we don't want in our relationship, and that's why I love doing this with you because it gives us an opportunity to grow together. Uh, I think that it's always important that we're always learning and growing and evolving into someone better than we were yesterday. I think we should constantly be striving to be a better version of ourselves each and every day. 
Yes. So there are some things that we wanted to talk about today when it comes to personal growth. And uh, some, of the, some of those things are having the right mindset, uh, the power of positive thinking, and then how to rewire or hack your mind to change negative thought loops into positive thoughts that can create better decision making in your life. So when it comes to change and striving for success, it's not always, you know, like the smartest or the most intelligent people that tend to be the most successful, you know, where people succeed are the ones that procrastinate less. They decide to take action and then put their thoughts into motion. And uh, one quote I love is indecision is the biggest thief of opportunity. I love that quote. And so I'm going to say it again for the people in the back row who couldn't hear it. Indecision is the thief of opportunity. There are so many intelligent and creative people in the world with these great ideas, but these ideas may never evolve into anything. And some people blame this not coming to fruition because of lack of motivation which isn't really true. In order to be the best at something, at whatever you want to do, whether it's opening your own job, your own, or I mean your own business, being the best at your sport, being the best employee at your job, being the best parent, it means doing things that are going to be hard, which can be problematic for a lot of people. It sets, it sets up room to fail, and that's one thing that people fear is that failure. Um, even starting towards personal growth and being successful. Yes. And, you know, you may not always have control over everything or over an event, but what you can do is you can stay focused and continue to make decisions that will put your thoughts into action. So people who don't make decisions about what they have control over in their lives are usually people or the ones that are like the most miserable. You know, they may feel they're stuck at a dead end job or they just, they're hating their life at their job. Uh, they choose to stay in an abusive relationship or they're ashamed of being in an unhealthy body. So, you know, it's, it's all a decision and it's not going to be easy to change, but making the decision to is simple. You know, it's going to be your job to push yourself. So no one else is going to do that. True decision is taking action. You haven't truly decided to do something until you follow it by the action. So there's this method created by Mel Robbins. Um, I'm sure you've heard of her. Yeah. And of course, our research. <laughs> And uh, she's awesome. I heard about her a few years back when she created this method called the five second rule. And she also made a book about this five second rule. And the basic principle is this. When you have an instinct to act, you must start with counting from five to one and act before your brain shuts it down. She used this method to break out of a bad habit of constantly hitting her snooze button. Um, she talks about how 
She was just really in a deep depression. There was a lot of things going on in her life and she knew what she needed to do. And so the night before she would be all amped up and I'm sure we have all been there. I know I've been there. I amp myself up like, okay, tomorrow I'm going to do this, this, and this. I'm going to wake up early and I'm going to do all these incredible things. But when morning comes, the alarm goes off, you're hitting your snooze. And you're hitting your snooze and you're not getting to those things that you truly want to do um, because you're hitting that snooze. So by by counting backwards uh, from five to one, she shot out of bed like a rocket. And doing this, it, it's taking the small steps into making decisions that could ultimately change your life. Yeah, it's usually like after five seconds, your brain will start to talk yourself out of things and it'll start to shut down that decision that you're wanting to make for yourself. So, you know, it seems like the smallest things to change are usually the hardest. I mean, why do you think that is? You know, the brain, just like you were saying, is is wired or designed to stop you from hurting yourself, causing any potential injury. It's designed for self-preservation to keep you alive, especially for things that may be challenging, uncomfortable, or difficult, your own mind is going to be resistant to that change. And that's where this five-second rule comes in to play. I'm sure that you can think of times in your life where you have a thought to act, but then you stop yourself. And it's usually within that five-second time frame. Yeah, I've done that. I've, it's like my left brain fighting with my right brain. You know, you have to, like, fight through that stubbornness. So... You know, what people need to understand is that with success, you know, comes failure, you know, and failure is what makes you better. You know, it can change you. Uh, it can motivate you to keep pushing forward. In order to change your body, most you must first have have to change your mind. Your mindset will dictate your decisions, your motivation and discipline. It's a daily ongoing ritual of climbing the ladder towards your goal. It's basically building that mindset, which is like a muscle. It takes work. It's going to take determination and grit to, to do what you want to do and become who you want to become. It means taking the first step and not turning back to the old you, which is really hard for some people. Yeah. You know, we come across uh, a lot of clients with our personal training business you know, especially these people that want to lose weight. And what most people don't understand is that uh, losing the weight isn't going on a fad diet and then going back to your old ways, you know, once you've met your goal weight. What it, what it means is losing or letting go of your old self, of your old habits. You know, it's a complete lifestyle change. So if you want long-lasting results in anything, you got to change those old habits. What's interesting is that there's two types of mindsets. There's a fixed mindset and then there's a growth mindset. Generally speaking, people with a fixed mindset believe that he or she either has what it takes to succeed or they don't. It's in their genes and talent is everything. They're born with everything they need to be successful. Hard work is necessary because if it's hard, if it's hard then they don't do it. But those people with the growth mindset, on the other hand, they believe they can have whatever they want, 
with hard work and dedication. They learn from their past failures and stick with it even when things get hard. They have learned to embrace the challenges and take failing as an opportunity. Yeah, the the fixed mindset people have usually have problems taking responsibility for their actions and uh, because they seek approval from others uh, that take things, you know, they take things personally when uh, they're given constructive criticism. On the other hand, you know, people with a growth mindset will take that constructive criticism as an opportunity to improve themselves. They seek uh, to develop and don't take things personally. You know, they quickly adapt and overcome in really tough situations. So I read this book um, by Carol Dweck, and she is one of the people who talks about these two mindsets. Um, And the book is actually called Mindset. Again, the author is Carol Dweck, and I am going to read an excerpt um, an example from this book. And I want you to think, you know, you listeners out there, I want you to re- uh, hear this and think to yourself, how would you respond? So here we go. One day you go to class that is really important to you and that you like a lot. The professor returns the midterm papers to your class. You got a C plus. You're very disappointed. That evening on the way back to your home, you find you've gotten a parking ticket. Being really frustrated, you call your best friend to share your experience, but are sort of brushed off. How do you respond? What is going through your mind as you think about this situation? If you're thinking, I would feel like such a failure. I'm so annoyed and frustrated. I wouldn't even bother studying for the final exam because I'm obviously just bad at this class. Then you may tend to have a fixed mindset. If you thought, I should definitely study harder for the final, I guess I should have parked in a different parking spot, my friend must be having a bad day too, then you may tend toward the growth mindset. Yeah, people uh, grow mentally by constantly learning and changing negative behavior into a positive one. So whatever thoughts either mindset has, their perception, their way of negative or Positive thinking is essentially their world. You know, your thoughts, your energy, uh, whatever vibe you put out there is also what gravitates towards you. You know, it's like that uh, law of attraction. Uh, If you're putting out negative vibes, you're going to attract the same negative, toxic people into your life that will just drag you down even further. So, you know, your thoughts are very real. They're visceral, they're you know tied into your emotions, your behavior. It makes you who you are and essentially your reality. Each person starts out with a growth mindset as children. But over time, things change for some people and they end up going more towards a fixed mindset. But anyone can develop a growth mindset, but it does take work and action. You must change your own thoughts, your own thought patterns. Um, You have to watch the words coming out of your mouth, especially the negative self-talk that is playing in your head. Learn to look for problems objectively or look at problems. Don't look for problems. Look at your problems objectively and don't take them personally. 
Once you start to notice the negative self-talk, the words of blame or taking things personally, you can start to take the action to change those behaviors. Yeah, and as far as uh, problems that may arise in your life, um, here's an example. There's a uh, there's this method uh, used particularly by the uh, Toyota company since the 1930s, and um, it was actually invented by Toyota, the name of the guy, and it's called the Five Whys, and it's basically uh, an interrogative technique. Uh, and it's used to explore like the cause and effect relationships that may be underlining a particular problem. So when something goes wrong, let's say, uh, as an example, uh, an employee breaks something or there's some malfunction at the job. So what that company does is they start digging into, you know, what the problem is. So they'll start uh, off by asking like the first why, and they keep going down until they get to the fifth why. And usually that gets to the, uh, underlining uh, root problem. So you can take the same method into your personal life and say one problem is, let's say you ran a red light on your way to work. And then you may ask yourself, why did this happen? Uh, the first reason is, well, you, you were late for work. That's why you ran the red light. And then the second, you keep asking yourself why you woke up late. The third might be your alarm clock broke. The fourth, you didn't check if it worked. And then the, the fifth reason is, well, you didn't do it last night. So by looking at the root cause of certain problems is when you can begin to fix or manipulate certain thought processes. So the outcome is more positive or more favorable. And this can also work uh, with certain fears by looking into the same root causes and uh, I'll give uh, one last example of this method when it comes to uh, this book uh, called uh, Mind Hacking. And this was a book written by uh, John Hargrove. And so let's say the problem is uh, a person has a fear of uh, walking alone. Um, and so they may ask themselves, why? Is The answer is, I'm afraid someone's going to attack me and no one will be there to help. Uh, my older brother often scared and threatened me, which left me with a feeling of, you know, never being safe. Another why is because no one was there to protect me. My parents didn't take it seriously. They acted like I was overreacting. They acted like I was the crazy one. And now I feel like the crazy one. And another why is because I continually think the world is not a safe place. So that's like the underlying uh, root cause of that particular fear. So... You know, by de debugging this negative thought loop, as far as the world not being a safe place, that can be reprogrammed or, you know, hacked with a positive thought loop to thinking that I am safe in the world. So by replacing these, this old thought loop with a, pro a positive one could ultimately uh, change your emotional response, which then changes your thoughts and then changes your actions. So one thing I did to start, um, you know, changing some negative thoughts that I was having, 
I started writing down every single negative thought I would think about myself um, during that day or things that would pop into my head that would be negative. And I would observe the thoughts very objectively after I wrote them down. I would look at them and see if I'm getting any false rewards from these negative feelings or these this negative self-talk that I'm getting. Um, after writing them down and then writing down any false rewards I was getting, I would change the narrative into something positive. I would use the new phrases as affirmations and repeat them over and over. Um, it didn't automatically stop the negative thoughts from popping into my head, but as I continu- continued to use these new affirmations and these positive affirmations, they they started to create change and over time with the new affirmation it changed my viewpoint so the these negative thoughts were no longer available to me because it was just the positive affirmation now over time you're probably going to say you do this but over time your brain likes to think of other negative things so it's going to be a continuation of changing this mindset and creating these new positive loops and asking yourself why, figuring out what false rewards you're getting, and then creating change. Yeah, it's like repetitive uh, affirmation, like with post-its. Sometimes I'll see people write little notes to themselves and post it on like a mirror, or I've seen them on steering wheels and people's cars just saying, you are whatever, you are brave, you are strong, you are confident, and just constantly just telling yourself these things so eventually these become your own thoughts. Another method of making some changes is if you have a desire, a dream, or a goal, start writing them down on paper. You know, it puts your thoughts onto something that's actually tangible. It gets the process started into taking some sort of action to get that wheel of decision-making in motion. So it's going to take discipline by applying your decisions of making better choices every day when it comes to your health, body, and emotions. If you don't take care of your health and body, you're essentially robbing yourself of living a successful and fulfilled life. You know, if you're overweight and exhausted all the time from having poor nutrition not exercising, you lose your creativity, your ability to dream big and have some amazing ideas. And people will make you know all the excuses in the world about why they're out of shape, why they're tired, and why they're eating poorly. And you know the number one excuse, or actually a lie that people tell themselves is that they just don't have time. And the truth of the matter is, They don't want to make time because their mind is telling them not to do it. The mind is saying, you know, it's going to be a struggle. It's going to be uncomfortable. You know, the body doesn't want to give up its fat stores because it's part of that self-preservation. It's part of that survival. So people will convince themselves of these excuses as their truth when in reality it couldn't be further from it. And another thing is by... Developing the skill of imagination, you can learn to picture what you want, not not just what you don't want. Imagination, you know, like your thoughts, can be a very powerful skill and, t- and tool to use in your life. 
you know, imagine having what you want in life. Imagine being successful and living to what your life should be, you know, the best version of yourself and what you were created to do. And now put those thoughts into action and go live your best life. You know, when we talk about mindset and going back to the two different types of mindset, the growth mindset versus the fixed mindset, there's a lot of people out there um, who were told by their teachers or told by friends, family, that they're not going to measure up. They're not smart enough. They aren't good enough to become really anything. And these people who have that growth mindset, when they're told that, they don't really pay much attention to that. It's kind of like, oh yeah, watch me. And they, for instance, Michael Jordan. You know, we all know that he was cut from his basketball team when he was young. Now he turned into someone absolutely amazing and did so many great things. I just think that we, when you're told no, it is up to you and your mindset what direction you want to go with that. Yeah, I hear stories like that with uh, teachers quite a bit. Unfortunately, you hear kids growing up, well, my teacher said I would never amount to anything, you know, and that's pretty crappy for a teacher to tell a student. But, I, you know, I think it could work one or two ways. It could really motivate that student into proving that teacher wrong if they are, you know, still impressionable and they are working towards a, a mindset of growth. Or, you know, if, if they take that personally, it could really kill them and just like, well, maybe I'm not good enough. And they just still, they stay in this fixed mindset of never really growing because they you know, they look up to that teacher and that teacher is looking down at, on them. So either way, I mean, it's, it's up to us. If we want to grow, we need to learn and we need to evolve and put our thoughts into action and make good decisions in our life. Ultimately. I think that there's been times in my life personally where I've been told no, or I can give you like an, an example of this. So when I was running for Miss Graham County, the first year I did Miss Graham County, I had second runner up. And the next year I did it and I got first runner up. And I really thought, you know, I should win this year. But then I got first runner up, which is still prestigious, but it's still I was stopping short of what I wanted, you know. And that third year that I came back, I had a really hard time because a lot of people said like maybe I, you know, after two years, obviously I didn't really fit this mold that they were looking for. And it was hard for me to come back. And I remember crying to my mom saying, you know, I, should I really be doing this? I'm, I'm not made for this. You know, people basically told me I wasn't, I wasn't good enough. And my mom and I 
thankfully my mom is of a growth mindset and has really instilled that upon me. She basically said, well, do you want this? Okay, then you need to work for it. And I showed back up that third year and I won Miss Graham County, which was huge for me. And I did that and I didn't stop and I kept going regardless of what other people said. And I had an amazing time doing it. And I felt like I really made a difference in some people's lives through this experience. Yeah, I think that's uh, a good experience you had because you got to have that mindset of wanting it so badly because if you're in this mindset of, well, I'll try and go for something. And if you're not really into it and you fail, you mostly most likely stop at that point. So I think part of just being successful and wanting to achieve something is failing at it and failing it numerous times because I think it just makes it more of an accomplishment, makes you more successful. I know that you've had times, like you've competed for quite some time doing bodybuilding and you started off, we both have started off getting last place, but now through you know, this growth mindset that we have, it was we are never stopping because someone told us we're not good enough. You know, we've gotten feedback from the judges that haven't, that is just that, is feedback. And it's whether you take that and that stops you or you let that grow you. And I think that's what life is about is, are you going to let this stop you or are you going to let this grow you? And I think that's true for people who have, you know, hard times come up in their lives. You know, is this happening to you or is this happening for you? And I think that's all in the mindset that you have. You can really take this and you can think that, man, everything's, you know, everything's being heaped on me and I just, you know, life is just really giving it to me and, you know, heaping all these problems on me. Is life happening to you Or is it happening for you, to grow you, to see you rise above all the things that are happening to you to come out on top? That's up to you. Yeah, it's all your attitude and how your perception is of uh, these experiences and and just taking it in stride and learning from it. Because like you said, perception is everything in your own mind. Yeah, and you know, I think just... Everything, your personality, your behavior, uh, your mindset, um, it's going to dictate whether you're going to be successful at whatever you're trying to accomplish. And the best thing is you get to change this. So maybe right now you're more of a fixed mindset. Like we read that excerpt, maybe you really are right now more in a fixed mindset. You have the opportunity to change right now where you are and work towards a growth mindset. You're not too old. You're not too dumb. You can start where you are. Yeah. It's just, uh, you know, putting that, that thought into motion, you know, because there may be tons of incredibly gifted people out there with great ideas, great imagination, but it never really comes into anything because they dismiss it. Um, or they think, uh, it's not good enough. You know, it's just, if you have a great idea, roll with it and do it and, and see where it leads you. Because here we are, we had this great idea. 
in Hawaii. I really wanted to make a podcast and here we are. We're doing it. We're not perfect at this and we're still growing and we're making this happen right before your ears. That's right. We're doing it and uh, we're going to keep doing it and hopefully, you know, get better at it and, uh, you know, do some good research on stuff and hopefully we help and inspire other people. We hope that you enjoyed listening to today's podcast about mindset and creating more positivity in your life, positive feedback. Please make sure to subscribe and make sure to give us five stars because we love five stars. Thank you very much. Tune in next time.